PJ, do you have a bracket limit? I don't like people that go in the same pool and they have like three, four brackets. I yeah, think that's no, cheating. No, exactly. I'm one bracket per person. That's how and I that's run. how it should be. That's how I run things. To me, the max has usually been like two. Two? Yeah. Two, because there's still a level of, all right, I'm torn on this game, so it's here's an alternate reality if Duke wins versus if Oral Roberts wins, and it's still not going to change that much on one side of it to Oral Roberts because they have him lose the next round or whatever the case is. Like, the people that have six or seven brackets, they're the people that have six or seven fantasy teams, and I just don't care if yes. you won one. It, yeah. I agree. Like, just... hey, guys, can I say for the first time ever, I have... Uh, so I enter like two or three bracket pools every year. Usually it's like the same bracket, maybe like one or two tweaks here and there, or it's usually just the same bracket. First time ever this year, I picked different Final Four teams coming out of this East region because I just I have no idea what to do. Right. I have no idea what to do. And it's all because of this Memphis FAU game that is going to be the game of the first round. It really is. I'm so mad that the committee put the best eight seed in the tournament against the best nine seed in the tournament. It's criminal. I think Memphis and FAU are both Final Four good. I think Memphis is upside. Final Four good? Dude, FAU is fantastic. They're Memphis awesome. Too. Nick, they're 31-3. I know, but that is, the Final Four is. Dude, they're top 40 in offensive and defensive efficiency. They've, they're 31-3 and three on the season. They play nine guys. They can all score. They have a seven foot one big man who's a transfer from Texas Tech, Vladislav Golden. He's like baby Zach Eady, monster. Good coach in Dusty May. I just, I love him. And I love him in this matchup against Memphis because FAU has faced this guard on UAB. His name's Jelly Walker. And Jelly great reminds name. me so much of Kendrick Davis. He's like a little guard who's a great scorer and he's quick. And it's just, I think FAU facing Jelly is going to really help him in this matchup with Memphis. And as you guys know, the tournament is all about matchups. And even though I think Memphis is the better team, I think the matchup favors FAU. But I want to pick Memphis because I think they're going to the Final Four. I have FAU on my bracket, though. So what I did is I picked Memphis to win the region at 18-1. to but I picked Michigan State to go to the Final Four, even though I don't think Michigan State's that good, but I did it by process of elimination because I said Purdue, Purdue, fade them. Then I went Duke, way too trendy. After Selection Sunday, I go to ESPN. I'm listening to Jay Billis, Reese Davis, Seth Greenberg. All five of those guys picked Duke to go to the Final Four. I said, thank you very much, not taking Duke. Then we go to Tennessee, no Zakai Ziegler, no, P no faith in PJ to make the Final Four. Kentucky is going to lose to Providence. Nick, what did I tell mm -hmm. you about Kentucky? We fade them yes, against teams do. that can score the ball. They have lost to Vandy now twice in the span of two weeks because Vandy can score. Providence is Vandy. Spread the floor. They're 16th in offensive efficiency. Kentucky is going to lose that game. K-State, we're fading them. And then Marquette is the team that I'm torn on because as we were listening to Zabe, Tyler Kolick is Steve Nash. Like, you watch the guy play, the way he dictates pace and tempo, his passing ability, shooting ability. He's, like, my favorite player in the country. I love him. I just hate the fact that they're, like, peaking now. Nobody had Marquette on their radar, like, a week or two ago, and now it's like they're the trendy pick to get to the Elite Eight Final Four, and I just, like, uh, See, you always get nervous when the public starts jumping on anything. Because that's 
Which I, I know. There are some teams that that works for. Sometimes that misleads you, though. It does. Sometimes it's just that team's trending, and it's the right choice. But I just... Ugh. I know. It's between... So I'm so torn on Memphis FAU, and then I'm torn on the bottom of that region. Marquette played two Big Ten teams this season, Wisconsin and Purdue, lost to both of them. So I'm sitting here thinking, like, if they play Michigan State, Izzo in the tournament, against Shaka Smart, who's lost six straight NCAA tournament games, I'm like... Huh. Michigan State might be uh, might be right for the upset there. So I was thinking the same thing. Guys, I have no idea what to do in that East region. Uh, uh, I mean, it's just that 8-9 game between FAU and Memphis is just I'm losing sleep over it now. Okay, so I agree with you on that because I love FAU. They completely got screwed. I think VCU completely got screwed. I'd argue St. Mary's, even as a 5 seed, gets screwed with the VCU matchup. But the only thing with the Memphis-FAU, so I just think that Memphis just has too much size, though. They're just too athletic. FAU only has two dudes on that team that are over six foot four, so I just don't know how they match up with Memphis. And I have to go Memphis because if I have some concerns that maybe Purdue could come out of the East only, man, because of like everything that you just said. I Duke, right? They're it's playing like, great basketball right now. I get their seventeen and one all when they're all together and they're fully healthy. Tennessee, I just don't think they have enough offense. I love them defensively. Yep. Marquette's a fun story, but they were projected to finish ninth in the Big East, man. And it's Shaka in March. Oh, thank you, Ryan. Another great stat I heard today that Ken Palm tweeted out. Since the field expanded to 64, teams that started the year outside of the top 25 that are on the one or two seed line have never made the final four. Purdue and Marquette fit that trend, and they're both in this region. So I feel like we need Memphis, because I think Memphis matches up the best with Purdue. Because if, if Purdue, let's say we get FAU-Purdue and Purdue wins that game, because who's matching up with Zach Eady on FAU, though? Golden. Okay. He's 7-1. I mean, they do have a big man who can hang. Look, nobody's gets, as tall as that, but I mean. What if he gets in foul trouble, though, against uh, Edie? Yeah, you know Edie's going to get the whistle because it's the one seed Purdue big school going against FAU the FAU against school. those guards, man. Like, FAU's ball pressure's fantastic. They And they, they play nine guys, so they can keep rotating in bodies. Real uh, quick, who matches up better with Purdue, Duke or Tennessee? Ooh, I think Tennessee, almost Tennessee, yeah. Because of their defense against those guards. Nick, who do you have coming out of the East? I'm not saying just yet. We didn't have enough time. I had an interesting, I had a, uh, a Purdue thing I wanted to give you. I'm going to save that for the other side. Something in favor of Purdue winning the national championship.